Previously on Second Fiddles, Sophia, Chameleon, and Elijah bonded during their trip to the distant galaxy BJ69 and survived their encounter with the Chroman Empire. They haven't had much time to catch up lately, so Sophia's called them together for an impromptu gathering. Let's begin! Episode 41, Space Squad. This episode contains discussion of torture, PTSD, and attempted suicide. I'm so happy you're both here. Happy nothing, bitch. I'm f***ing ecstatic. I know. It's been way too long, Sophia. I haven't seen you since the day you got your memories back. Well, that's funny, because I haven't seen you in years. Har har. I see your new level of sass hasn't faded. For me, it just feels like my normal level of sass. Well, I adore this sh**. You've got strong sailor vibes today, Cam. You have no f***ing idea. The worst part about being around that f***ing baby every damn minute is that I can't swear. Between the crying and the never-ending sh** factory of an ass like kids got on it, I'm so f***ing tired and all I want to do is swear. Or sleep. Or f***. So much bleeping. Oh, no. By sailor, I meant you were wearing white and navy stripes today. Oh, yeah. Cute, right? You're always cute. As if. How about now? Still cute? Okay. Growing an extra eye is kind of cool. But the giant wart clusters, they're a little excessive. Well, compliments on my body are kind of wasted, but if you want to say how cute my outfit looks, that's fine. When I said you were always cute, I was referring to your outfits. Well, now I feel like an ungracious dipshit. Good. You should. (laughs) So sassy. Hey, Cam, when you grow extra eyeballs like that, do they actually work? Oh, yeah, I can see out of them if I want to, but I can grow them just for show. Can you put one on the back of your head to see behind you? That would be pretty handy. Who doesn't like a good handy? Not what I meant. I know. Sadly, it gives me a headache. The human brain isn't designed for input from eyes in weird places. Huh. But you're not human. Well, I'm not not human either. I'm more of a mystery, wrapped in enigma, wrapped in a sex drive. But yeah, it would be pretty handy in the field. Hey, that's what I'm here for. Is it? No, you're here because I asked you. A reunion of the Space Squad. I still think we should have a secret handshake. Yeah, why are we here? There's no elaborate explanation. I just really missed you. Aw, Sophia. I missed you too. I second that. I've had little time for socializing. A-League work has been quite taxing. And when I'm not working, I'm attempting to mend the extremely complex relationships with my dad and Frankie. Yeah. How are they doing? My dad has improved somewhat. He's not prepared to work in any official hero capacity yet, but he stepped up and began mentoring the new members of the A-League. When he's in human form, he functions well, but even the suggestion of transforming into Smasher stresses him out. PTSD? Yes. Are you still seeing a therapist about your time with the Cromans? Not as often anymore, but yeah. I check in with her every month. Sometimes I just text her, like when... Something really pushes my buttons. 
That's good to hear. Honestly, I originally thought being tortured by someone using my face and voice would be the worst part, but I don't have nightmares about Plunger or his Chroman lackeys. Are you sleeping okay? It's been better, but most of my issues present when I'm awake. I'm still fighting extreme feelings of helplessness, and I'm having what's called somatic flashbacks. When my fingers hurt, where they were removed. I'm so sorry. If I knew who I was then, I would have f***ing killed Plunger. <sighs> Plunger never hurt me himself. He was just the one asking me questions. I got the feeling he didn't want to get blood on his armor. Either way, I will blow his damn head off if I see him near you again. Cam, my dad told me that you met with Danger Damsel last week. Did you receive satisfying answers from your conversation? Well, I got answers. Not great? Yes. No. Kind of. <sighs> Danger Damsel's really f***ed up. She's leaving the superhero life for good and moving in with her family across the country. So she doesn't want anything to do with Stevie? Nope. When I mentioned the baby, she shut down completely. Her eyes glazed over and she lost focus. I told her I would legally be Stevie's guardian if she'd allowed it, and she didn't object. Well, that's good, right? A great big, uh, little, happy, shape-shifting alien family. I guess, but I'm worried about danger, damsel. Doc Healy told me she tried to take her own life more than once, but she couldn't overcome her own superpowered endurance and strength. She's trapped by her own powers, which is really f***ed up. Could we please talk about something other than trauma? Sophia, what about Frankie? Are you two getting along? Frankie's fine. We are back to our old dynamic. A blend of jealousy, playful banter, loyalty, contempt, and love. You know, common tropes of American sisterhood. Maybe it's a good thing I'm an only child. So about Frankie, um, do you think it would be too much of a favor to ask if she'd meet with Danger Damsel before she moves? Why? To erase Danger Damsel's memories of her time on the toilet? The name toilet really makes it hard to talk seriously about this stuff. Yet you're unfazed that Danger Damsel's initials are double D. <sighs> but yeah, I told her about Frankie's abilities, and she would accept having it all retconned. Not the battle, or losing the rest of the A-League, but her months with the Chromans and the baby's conception and birth, she's more than willing to lose that. Normally, Frankie tries to avoid wiping or altering major milestones, but I believe she'd make an exception. As long as she's willing to sign a waiver. After making your parents' entire marriage and your dad's mind her puppet shows, now she goes to Ethics 101. <sighs> yes, I think that'd be for the best. Elijah, the option is there for you, too. I know, I know. I think I want to remember, though. I don't know why, but I feel like I can handle this, and it'll make me stronger when I finally reach the other side. With trauma, there's not always another side. The emotional repercussions may last for the rest of your life. There are millions of people that have gone through much worse. So, yeah, I'm good. If I ever change my mind, I'll let you know. I'm sorry for continuing the PTSD talk. Let's discuss a happier topic.
Maybe some juicy gossip? Such as? Sophia, are you a virgin? I should have anticipated this coming up. That's what she said. Why are you asking about her, uh... V-card? Yeah, that. Back in space, Sophia told me that her friends used to tease her about how she might have been slutty before she lost her memory. Because who knows? To be accurate, the only teaser was Tammy. I don't have perfect recall, and even I remember her saying that. So what's the verdict? Is your goose loose? Cam, I know being forward and talking about sex is your thing, but you're being rude. It's okay, Elijah. If you must know, my goose is... My goose is the opposite of loose, but I refuse to say my goose is tight. Oh, yeah. Please don't. Seriously? But look at you. You're like a sexy librarian without the half-moon glasses or tight bun. Please don't say tight bun, either. Cam, do you remember every detail of your first time? No, it's kind of a blur. I was nervous, and I didn't know what to do with my hands. Or my mouth. But that's it. First times are wildly overrated. Well, then you're lucky. Nothing's ever been a blur for me. I was always too afraid it would be a bad experience, and I would replay the awkwardness in my head forever. But that's how you learn, and weird is good. I'm a perfectionist, if you hadn't noticed. You can't be perfect at sex, Sophia. Just ask Elijah. What's that supposed to mean? You know, trying to deal with Max's antlers in the bedroom. Hysterical. Oh, that. Yeah, I thought you meant something else. Oh, now I must know. There's nothing to know. Max tells me I'm very good at sex. Ah, so f***ing cute. Thank you. So, why did you want to bring up my reluctant virginity? Reluctant, you say? Well, duh. Even when I was giving off the robot vibe, I still had sexual thoughts. It's not that I don't want it. So what's stopping you? Don't turn into a spinster cat lady. Unless the cats are your furry subs. As a female feline lover without a partner, I find that offensive. I really hope no one makes a pussy cat joke. Sophia, you're focusing on the wrong thing. How do you mean? You're viewing your power as a curse. Yeah, you'll remember the awkward parts, but you'll also remember the hot things and you can play the highlights at will. A lifetime of free porn. When you put it that way, I feel... foolish. See, that's one first out of the way already. I wonder how many firsts I can help you with. I'm feeling a little like a third wheel. It's okay. Cam and I always flirt when we're one-on-one. -on -one. We do? I thought we did. Have I been reading this wrong? No, you definitely mean a lot to me, but... But what? Aren't you straight? Seriously, just because you can't see me doesn't mean I'm not still here in the room. Physically, I am ordinarily attracted to men, but there's no simple way to label being romantically drawn to an asexual shapeshifter. Oh, I'm very sexual. Oh, thank you. Sweet, sweet interruption. Yeah, yeah, I'll get it. Hello, this is Horny Asexual Shapeshifters Incorporated. How may I direct your call? Greetings, your highness. This is Plunger of the Toilet. Well, I'm no longer the Plunger, and technically the Toilet is gone too, but whatever. So, how's it going? Oh, f no. 
Can we go back to the sex talk? Hey, I used to listen to you having phone sex with Max. This conversation barely scratches the surface. You didn't have to listen to us. But you were so good at it. When Mozart played the piano, did the audience ignore him? No. It was impossible not to listen. Could someone please tell me why there's a malevolent Croman general on the phone? Your Highness, I'm still here, waiting for your gracious acknowledgement. You're a piece of sh. How's that for acknowledgement? Okay, apparently you're not enthused to hear from me. I completely understand that. I have a strong personality. Why are you still using my voice? I need to be human in order to understand your language. Yours was the only human form I'd ever assumed. So, it was easier than creating a unique one. Great. I'm going to skip right over the how. Why the f*** are you calling me? And please clarify that you are no longer the plunger of the toilet. I'm calling to warn you, your highness. The Sovereign Supreme is no more. And every other royal ambassador is either missing or dead. It would seem that you are now the new Sovereign Supreme of the Croman Empire. I... but... f***ing... Plunger, what transpired? An alien force from the far reaches of the universe has ended the reign of the Croman Empire. With the exception of a few outlying colonies on small, distant planets, the Croman race has been wiped out. I managed to get into an escape pod before the toilet was destroyed. But I am the only high-ranking officer to survive. I've set a course for Earth, but I'm afraid that the threat will reach you before I do, my liege. Their ships are heading straight toward the Milky Way galaxy. I distinctly remember commanding you to prevent any Chromans from ever coming to Earth. My loyalty is to you alone now, so I must be at your side. I will promise to not reproduce with any of your humans if you so wish. Cool, cool, cool. Super appropriate that someone from the toilet would shit all over my life. When you get here... You're changing your voice and face. Got it? I will do nothing for your pleasure, invisible human garbage. What a dickhead. And why exactly should I trust you? To prove myself to you, my liege, I will confess a great secret. We... Sent Danger Damsel home with you, with a Croman developing in her uterus, disguised in human form. Yeah, we already knew that, but thanks. Jesus f***ing Christ. Oh, impressive skills of deduction. Your intelligence knows no bounds. Get f***ed, dude. If you wish, my liege. Ah, just shut up. What threat is approaching Earth? You weren't very specific. 
Oh, the threat is the threat. Clarify. This alien race is known as the threat. The threat is the threat. I cannot with this guy right now. This is like a WWE story arc. The threat are a vicious, cunning people. Their body armor is similar to Chromin design, but their technology is unlike anything I've ever encountered. What can you tell us about them? Before the toilet was targeted, I learned that their own home world had died, and they were in search of a new planet to colonize. They were moving from planet to planet in Galaxy BJ-69. But when they realized the Chroman Empire already had a firm foothold in the area, the threat became enraged, destroyed the planets, and decimated the Chroman Empire. Why are they coming to Earth instead of some other galaxy between here and BG-69? Who writes this shit? I detected a signal, Your Highness, when I was entering the coordinates to Earth. A homing beacon. Someone on your planet is specifically calling out to the threat. It would seem that they decided to answer that call. It has to be MacGuffin. The threat that he's been teasing for over a year, the one that Max is supposed to help protect the Earth from, he wasn't being intentionally vague. He was literally telling us their name. The threat. Oh, f*** me. Plunger, how much time do we have to prepare? They are likely already there, my liege. As I said, their technology is far beyond ours, including the speed of their ships. This is bad. This is super f***ing bad. Plunger, what else can you tell us about the threat? Their race does have a weakness, my liege. We weren't able to deduce what it was before it was too late. But the destruction of Earth is far from inevitable should you decide this backwater hive of mammals is worth your effort. Mammals don't live in hives. <sighs> Thank you for the warning. It won't be forgotten. That is to say, by recall, I still want you to f*** off and die, but recall will always remember. Much luck, Sovereign Supreme. You shall need it. Well, that escalated quickly. You're really quiet, Elijah. With the two of us having the same voice, I didn't want to confuse anyone. Smart move. It may have confused the listeners. What? Sorry. Occasionally breaking the fourth wall is something I've been doing since I was a teenager. We'll need to break some f***ing walls soon, that's for sure. Oh, God, we need to call the B-League, uh, the C-League. The Super Scouts, the Rotary Club, the HOA, the Lesbian Beekeepers of America. We need all hands on deck. There's nothing like a potential world-ending event to really get the blood flowing. I'm probably going to transform into Basher and smash everything once my intelligence ceases to be of use. Your intellect shall not be in vain, Sophia. Uh-oh. Who is it? Max is calling. I'm putting him on speaker. Elijah, where are you? I'm in Sophia's quarters, at HQ. We have a problem. We have a bigger problem. 
Bigger than the giant spaceship that just appeared in the sky above the city? No, actually, same problem. What? It's the threat, Max. The threat the stag warned you about. They're here. I know. MacGuffin just texted me. I told you so. Ugh, what a dick. Typical. We need a plan. Sophia, are you there? Right here, Max. We need to strategize. I have a few ideas. Great, because I don't know what the f*** is going on right now, but I'm scared. I'm really scared. Max, I... I... I know. I love you too. (sighs) Okay, hero time. Sophia, what's the plan? In this episode of Second Fiddles, Sophia is voiced by Robin Rimey, Chameleon is voiced by Elena Langan, Elijah is voiced by Nick Fassett, Plunger is voiced by Nick Fassett, Max is voiced by Matt Johnson, and MacGuffin is voiced by John Pupo. Music by Pete Johnson, writing, producing, and sound design by Matt Johnson, and some script doctoring by Elena Langan. Feel free to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Second Fiddles Podcast, Tumblr at Second Fiddles, and Twitter at Second Fiddles, spelled 2ND Fiddles. Transcripts of all of our episodes can be found at our website, secondfiddlespodcast.com. Thanks for listening! Cool, cool. Super appropriate that someone from the toilet would sh** all over my life.